video games, television, and movies. In a world where the media has been dominated by superheroes and sci-fi, these barely Irish assholes must band together to make sense of it all. It's not news. It's utterly nonsense. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it before. If you've been a returning listener of this podcast, uh, I've given the same spiel in every single episode I've been in. So sorry if you've heard this before. If you are a new listener and this is all brand new to you, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you like what you hear here, this is Utterly Nonsense. You can find all of our links at utterlynonsense.com. We are your one-stop shop for everything in the realm of nerd culture. Uh, today we're talking Marvel. Never Marvel. done that before. Yeah, what else? <laughs> um, DC's not doing anything. They're just like, eh, we got Black Adam. <laughs> so it's like, we're going to spend a decent chunk of this thing talking about Comic-Con since uh, that was this past week. Yeah, and the only important Comic-Con. Very interesting. As much as I want to love DC, <laughs> as much as I want to love the DC Extended Universe, what are they doing? <laughs> um, they don't know. Wait, excuse me, WB doesn't. Oh, they correct, got Sandman. Correct, correct. Forgot about that one. Yeah, I, I will say, I, I did mm-hmm. just see the trailer for that. I'm actually halfway through reading the Sandman comics right now, and not sure I'm crazy about what they're doing with the Netflix interpretation. Like, I'll, I'll hold interpret- I'll hold any sort of judgment until the actual series comes out and I can watch it for myself, but just what they did with Morpheus, I'm not crazy about. Um, Morpheus. Morpheus. A movie. Different. Different morph. Okay, no more of that. We're killing that like the meme. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk DC. We're here Jesus. to talk Marvel. And uh, it's been a good two weeks since I saw Thor, Love, and Thunder and Miss Marvel. I'm sure for Mike, it's been it's about the same been, uh, span of time. for me, so uh, still fresh in my brain. So what do you guys want to start with? Do, do we want to go with the extermination of the gods or how to continue the MCU with the Fox rights? Okay, uh, let's start with Thor just because it's a little bit fresh in my mind. And I feel like that's going to be less to talk about a little bit. Um, what do you guys think of Thor, Love, and Thunder? Is it a different Korg? Because... <laughs> My Korg has a mom and a boyfriend, and this Korg has two dads, yeah, and that has right nothing right. to do with sort the right community. Right. I'm so confused by that. Thank you. I was like, wait, 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 what? Uh, in Taiko Aititi's cinematic Why is his universe, name Dwayne? Hold on. Are they trying to say the rocks can in there, too? <laughs> I think that's what they were going for. Um, I, I will say... David Taiko Aititi. I really don't think Taika gives a fuck about continuity. Like, yeah. He, no, he, he basically does. did a soft reset for No, no, no. All the Thor movies don't care about continuity. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, this one in particular... Still better just, than Dark World. Yeah. They they rewrote a bunch of shit. They basically did their own thing with this one. Not against it. They, it was a fun movie. But, they did uh, not care. You know, it, it, it's like when you think of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole, it, it's not something that you can really play around with continuity for, right? Like, you're not used to seeing standalone films being standalone films. 
uh, you have to take the broader universe into perspective. They didn't do that here. Well, I mean, do you remember the, you et- the Eternals is- are the basis of all gods in the MCU, and now, no, Zeus exists. Well, got- and we're still not talking about the guy that was pretty much sticking out of the Earth and no one saying anything, and there's been four films. I was going to say, the Earth's an then. egg, and they've made no reference to that whatsoever since that movie. Not one bit. No one said anything about a guy's hand and his face sticking out of the Earth. Not even reference, not even a commercial in the background. You'd think that would at least be on the Marvel equivalent of CNN or something. Marvel right? was like, like the Earth you know, egg, guys. Maybe Fox News or the MCU. Marvel was like, hey, you know, we probably should have made the Inhumans movie, not the Eternals, but uh, maybe if we just sweep it under Thank the you. rug for a couple of years, everyone will forget. And we're gonna mix up the Kree Inhumans with the mutants because uh, fuck you. But that's later on this uh, podcast today with uh, Miss Marvel. But <laughs> and. Uh, Careful, Jack's gonna spoil shit because he Jack already spoiled shit. Or on purpose, you never know. I, I'm sure we yeah, already spoiled shit. <laughs> so, I, I'm. I will say there's not too much. Like as far as uh, Love and Thunder goes, it's not super consequential for the rest of the MCU. Like, yet I wouldn't even say it's really good character development for Thor because it doesn't really add anything new to his character, right? The hammer is um, sentient. We brought back the hammer's dad body the Thor. They're all That's sentient. true. We did. I, I will say, so, I did have a lot of fun Why with Why has the axe yeah. got the power to the Bifrost when the Bifrost is How gone? does so the I'm hammer so go to the bathroom? War, they, in Infinity War, when they actually forged the... Uh, oh, fuck, I forgot the name of the hammer. Stormbreaker. Uh, Stormbreaker. Uh, Stormbreaker, thank you. <laughs> it's not a hammer, it's an oh, axe. How did I forget that? CJ. Shit. Um, they, they, when they're forging Stormbreaker, they make the whole point that it's capable of summoning Bifrost. It has, like, the incision on it. It's an Asgardian uh, okay. weapon. Oh, it's made from the, whatever uh, fucking steel is okay. Asgardian, whatever. <laughs> For whatever reason, it can power the Bifrost. They say that in Infinity War. It's not, like, a new concept that was introduced to this film. Okay, because that threw me through a loop real quick, and I was just like, hold up, hold up. Yeah, and if you remember to Infinity War, as soon as he gets the axe, they <laughs> immediately come onto Earth, come onto the battlefield using the Bifrost. Oh, it's right, not a new right, concept. Right, right, right. That's nothing new to this film. Well, it's not that even, being said. In it, all fairness, I thought yeah. that was Heimdall. It's <laughs> not even a. It's not even the Bifrost. It's a Rosengate bridge, right? Wait, no, he's dead. Shit. I mean, isn't fundamentally isn't it the same thing as in a Rosengate bridge in the MCU? Just you know their interpretation of the Bifrost on Earth. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I thought they enough, were aliens, but then they're gods, and then they're not gods, and then they're <laughs> then there's <laughs> a separation. Escort. Yeah. He's very confused on that subject. That, I thought. You know, I will say your whole comments from uh, our last Marvel episode made me think a lot about this uh, uh, Miss Marvel stuff, which uh, you know we'll get into in a bit. But uh, yeah, what exactly yeah, is up. a god <laughs> in Marvel? What is a god to a man in a metal suit? What is a god to a man? Was a god to a non-believer. <laughs> anyway, they play really. Wait, no, it's what is a king to a god? Damn it, that's the concept. Yeah, so they play really fast and loose with the concept in Love and Thunder. Um, you know, we're introduced to Gore, the God Butcher, right away. Arguably, he could have been yep. fleshed out more at the beginning. I feel like he he. I, I really like the that. character. I like the villain. I love Christian Bale in the role. But they could have built him up well. a little bit more. It's like <laughs> within the span of five minutes, you see his entire life story, which. Not necessarily a bad thing. It's great that they get you right into the action, but at the same time, it feels like his whole anger towards the gods was a pretty spontaneous decision, right? Um, whereas yeah, because, you look like, at the actual, his daughter died like 
just like maybe within a 48 hour period like even within a two week period he would still probably be like okay he's not okay upstairs and he's already been starved dehydrated out in the sun for who hell knows that long yeah so and being me I can't even be out in the sun longer than 30 minutes without getting a sun I'd like to so. say <laughs> that although the movie didn't make reference to it it has a lot to do with the Necrosword, I'd like to think, because the Necrosword is, you know, created by Null, the god of the symbiotes, and in a way is a symbiote. So, it, although it's not touched upon, it, it could have easily corrupted him. I mean, look what it did to Peter Parker. I thought that was very cool, actually. Like, I did like the sword uh, concept with it. He was like, now you're cursed. Actually, this is a blessing to me. They could have definitely built it up more than it, having it just be some mystical weapon, right? Like, they could have gone into the backstory of the Necrosword, gone into the backstory of Null prior to this film. Um, you know, the, mm-hmm. when you get into the whole understanding of how the symbiotes are owned, it sort of makes things a little bit messy. I will say, I mean, um, when you compare... Wait, hold up. Wasn't uh, Venom only, like, involved in the post credit scene of No Way Home. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. There's no, like, actual... Well, like, there's a multiverse of... If uh, if you watch Venom 2, at the end, he starts talking about, like... Well, yeah, the, the hive mind across the multiverse, and then that's... Sort of implies oh, there's Venom on the surface, too. Yeah. But, yeah, but I was just like, hold up, hold up. There was no, like, spotting of any symbiotes or, well, like, uh, oh, this... No, not outside of, Spider-Man not outside of the Sony multiverse, yet, like, no. So, I actually have the, uh, the comic, the Thor... Uh, series where this began because it came out in 2013 when they restarted. Yeah, the next I've read it online, yeah. but I, I'm sure you've, you're probably a little more familiar. I was going to say, um, so the, like you know, when when you compare it with the actual comic interpretation of Gore the God Butcher, it's a lot more fleshed out. He has an entire tribe that's still alive. He gets rejected because he's, you know, essentially rejected the gods because the gods rejected a, them because the gods have let atheist. them down. He's the town atheist. He, he's not even an atheist though. He he's like an gods. atheist, right? He, just he understands the gods exist. He just oh, thinks yeah. they're a bunch of fucking assholes, and he's completely justified and they in that bleed decision gold for some reason. <laughs> But uh, what I was going to go with is that that entire thing started well before before Null was even a concept. Because Null started, like, 2018. So, like, they just kind of took the Necrosword and made it in. So, I mean, well, the MCU doesn't have to touch it, it, on so it. So it was a, sort of a retcon in Marvel. That little, yeah. little tidbit does, like, make it a little bit understand. It's, you know, whatever they want to do. It would have been cooler if he actually took it from two gods who were fighting each other, though. And not just yeah. Now see that would have been way cooler. It's like somehow like the uh, guy that was originally holding the necrosword just somehow was able to get up and then like try to attack him and then like say like oh he was caught off guard and he was like quick grab the sword and slay him or something or whatever the heck because like he was his god at that point. He would have may have been like ooh I don't know maybe my disciple will do as I say. I will say, given how, like, you know, it's implied that the Necrosword's incredibly powerful, but the gods are also incredibly powerful. It's incredible how easily he just slaughters this dude after two seconds of being corrupted by the sword, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not even complaining. Just being able to shoot like, him in the neck without him being able to react. Yeah, I'm just saying, you look at how powerful react. Thor is, you look at how powerful any of the other quote-unquote gods are. I mean, he's it, it seems a like god. that should have been a more difficult task, right? It's probably a weak god. I mean, that's what yeah, Zeus referred sure. to everybody. Whoops. <laughs> they are lower gods. They're of no consequence but for us. seriously, it, in, According in Thor to 2, they're aliens. In Thor 3, they're Asgardians, which, you know, that's another species of alien. They're from Asgard. Odin and Valkyrie are on the same playing field. They're just 
Odin's king, and she was the thing. But now in this one, Thor's her god, but he gave her title of... And it just goes on from there. How is Jane a god? And she's still referred to herself as king, never queen, and I respect But how that. is Jane a god? In the words god? of Ryan George, I'm going to need you guys to get all off my back about Because this. she was given the powers of god of Thor. But then you also look at Thor Ragnarok, where Thor was born as the god of thunder. And then in this one, he's like, no, I I took over the role. Of, like I, Zeus was my inspiration in all this. Well, which one is it? Did you choose your power, or were you born with the power? Uh, I mean, he is, that's where they're like the gods get all fucky, literally. No, only uh, Zeus. <laughs> only Zeus gets fucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he did pretend to be a goose and then pretend to be someone else's husband. Ah, surprise! Then, don't yeah, don't get into it. the Greek mythology. <laughs> <laughs> this or else is going to freak out the Marvel fans. That sounds like Loki. Just shut up! He turned into Greek a snake. Mythology like knowledge right now. I thought he turned into a horse. No, no, it was a goose. <laughs> Wait, no, excuse me, it was a swan. Um, okay, I will, yeah, I'm sure. I, I will say uh, it was sort of my interpretation that God's more of a title that's earned than, you know, given or, you know, always has been, right? It's just, like, meant to describe any sort of being with a long lifespan who's extremely powerful relative to the rest of the population, I don't know. It's like they they play fast and loose with the term on purpose because it basically anyone could be a god. They're trying to imply that there's like this limitless supply of them, which is why Gore the God. Well, I mean, they said really the emotion. Are you trying to tell me this is the last god. Jedi? Like each color represents a different emotion. I was like, <laughs> this is the MCU last basically. Jedi. Basically, um, oh it's the exact reason why in the comics Gore saves Thor for last, and it's, it takes him thousands of years to kill the rest of the gods. Right? Like, there's literally near infinite numbers of gods it's just such a meaningless title because there's so many gods but to be a god in the comics you just need thor's hammer i mean just look at uh beta ray bill look at yeah that that was the other thing that really bugged so me. wait here's here's who's worthy thor cap vision r.i.p and jane so that canonically makes it four that we're uh able to be granted the abilities of Thor, correct? As of right now. And apparently only one that's able to spontaneously gain the armor of Thor. Well, two if you can consider Odin's yes, too. which they should be able to... Yeah, I don't know why like Cap or Vision didn't uh, go for the same deal, right? Because Cap likes look. his look. What can I say? That's America's ass, and he has to show it if, off. If you wield the armor of Thor, shouldn't you get a cape? Shouldn't Captain America got a cape when he was wielding something? <laughs> Captain America deserves a cape, guys. Okay, I would actually laugh so hard if that happened, because he would have just been look like a red, white, blue, like, MCU Superman. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... I would have laughed so hard, frankly, but still, I'm glad they did, because I would have been like, ah, no, it looks ridiculous. It, it just feels like the MCU in general right now is kind of playing loose with, like, most of the concepts, like... Even back, thinking back to WandaVision, like... Kevin Feige is not even using the right universe right now, as uh, we're going to be discussing later with uh, the Miss Marvel but just, stuff. But, like... Like, you, you leave all this opening, you like, you, you, the show's end, or the movie's end, there's all this gap, you're trying to figure out what's going to happen next, and then they pick it up later, but it doesn't exactly fit to what they left it off as. Like, this new cap... Sorry, later, another film that will be coming out later, related to another show that just came out, how, how's it going to pick up? Is it going to make sense in the current timeline of the MCU? What's going on with Kang? What's going on with the bigger threats in the universe? Where's Carol Danvers? What's she fighting? What are the Guardians doing? Yeah. 
Well, we know where Carolyn Danvers is <laughs> now, but we're confused as anything. Yeah, she's in a closet in New Jersey. <laughs> um, it's an incredibly fucked up timeline that, yeah, we're, we've got to get into. But <laughs> it's more confusing than the last three years in real time. Let's be real. Before we talk about uh, both Mar- uh, Captain... I, I keep saying Captain Marvel. Before we talk about Miss Marvel and uh, the rest of the MCU reveals from Comic-Con... I have two more points I want to make about Thor, Love, and Thunder, then let's move on. First of all, Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I don't know if there's been a villain that's... T- I agree. I highly I don't think there's been a villain that's openly sadistic in the MCU. Like, I mean, you've got more powerful villains. Thanos is more powerful, right? Uh, Loki, arguably, more powerful, but... When you look at just the pure level of chaos, the anger on his face... The fact that he's willing to just, you know, torture children and, you know, drive them to madness. Gore is scarier than the concepts they brought in in Multiverse Creepy as all fuck, dude. <laughs> Creepy as all fuck, dude. He's scarier than Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness is I, supposed to be scary? Yeah, I fully agree. No, you should put Gore in there. No, Multiverse of Madness was supposed to be the MCU's first horror film, but he's a fucking horror character. <laughs> horror character in a comedy. And it works, man. So I'm not sure what your last point was, but I was going to say I really did enjoy the interaction with Jane, especially toward... Yeah, that was the actually my last point was uh, talking about Jane and Thor's relationship. I thought you were going to um, say the goats. I mean... The th- I don't know about you guys, the theater I was in burst out laughing at the goat scenes. I was like, why are these here? <laughs> and uh, for me, it was a little more awkward because like, I saw the movie like a few weeks after. There is maybe eight people in my theater and I'm just sitting there alone no one to my my left at all there's just a random wall to my right because I like literally am in between like the aisle and I'm just like in the back row and I'm just like what the fuck is what are they just like I thought they were referencing that goat meme where that goat just like literally like was like that's how they scream. Out of nowhere. And I was just like, I was so confused. That's how well, they scream. it's a Taika Waititi movie, man. Don't overthink it. I, I, no, I, I thought it was like a goat simulator reference or something. <laughs> I was like, and I'm like, wait, he's torturing him because he messed up their uh, sanctuary or their god or whatever the crap it was. Also, speaking of the uh, people coming back out of nowhere, Sif. Yeah. Where's she been? Why did she just randomly show up? Because they forgot about her in the last movie. (laughs) She just happened. So here's the thing: she wasn't there for right. She was off doing. She hasn't been seen since the first Thor movie. Where has she been? She was off world repairing the nine realms. What has she been doing? Basically, that's MCU speak for. Oh, we forgot about this character. Let's just throw her in here and hope no one notices. And make her lose her arm, and now she's training Randall's son. Most of what? the first yep. cast Excuse was not me? in... Ragnarok ditched most of the cast. This one just kind of yeah, brought them back. Selvig. Um, yeah, Ragnarok brought back the other Merrimen, though, and that, but killed them. But Listen, all the important people came back. Still, where was Sif? Uh, what's Off her world, name? What's, what's the character that plays like Jane's best friend? And uh, Oh, Darcy? Yeah. Darcy? Fucking love her. Yeah, she's great. She's Just awesome. Her, I will say, high point of WandaVision, too. She reminds she remind me of Quinn Pensky from Zoe 101, and it's awesome to me. So, I, the last point I wanted to make before we move on to Miss Marvel, uh, the actual relationship between Jane Foster and Thor, I think it works. I Here. always like the chemistry between uh, Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth. 
Um, Jane Foster kicks ass as Thor. Um, I thought she did, Frank. Anything else you guys want to add? <laughs> no, I really enjoyed the scene. I'm really sad about how it ended, but I mean, not really. I don't really understand the post credit scene if it doesn't lead to anything. Yeah, I mean, I agree yeah. with that. It, there was like just it's just like, oh, here's this, and I was like, what? yeah. Um, oh, actually, was that to do with? I anything? guess we probably should talk about the post credit scenes, right? Um, Hercules, did you really care? Was it? Yeah, I care. Leading to anything? I thought it was Achilles. <laughs> I, I like Hercules in the comics, so I'm ready for that. Yeah, I, I'm sort of indifferent I, to it, but you know, I'm anxious to see if they actually do anything with him. Um, he'll be the replacing actor who Thor. plays Hercules, whose name I fully forgot. Uh, says he has no plans as of right now to be in the future of the MCU. It was just a one-off thing. We'll see. I, I think he's the replacement for I, Thor in the long term. I strongly doubt it, but <laughs> let's see a couple years from now. I definitely think it will be interesting involving the God of Strength. She-Hulk? She-Hulk uh, will be very cool, I believe. But I was just like, uh, what, what was funny to me was because, like I said, I, I was having trouble hearing in the theater in general. I thought Achilles was said, and in our group chat, I was just like, I swear to God, I heard Achilles. Then, no pun intended, but... <laughs> When you, uh, Mike is actually the one that had to tell me it was Hercules, and I was just like, "Oh, yeah." Honestly, right. when I read that, I, I totally thought played you made a MCU typo. games and knew Hercules was canon yeah. in MCU before. <laughs> I thought that was the actor's name at first. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I, I had no idea. All right, so uh, so on to non let's move on because we have a ton of shit to cover in under an hour. I, I, um, yeah. To overall, and my recap of it. Uh, I, I felt hollow at the end of it because I was just like, okay, there were scenes where like you could have predicted that this would happen if you were ever involved in any uh, filmmaking production ever. No, it was with, super like, predictable. Get back together scenes and all that. It's just like, hey, remember when Thor was in love and then oh, he's a girl dad? And don't get me wrong, cool, I like it, but still, like, I, I it left me feeling hollow as an MCU fan because I was just like, okay, where are they going with this? Where are they going from here? And it just, this just felt like it was a nice popcorn movie. But I mean, it was, it was, it was for me, it, it was, was nice to see the montage of what happened in between the relationship, like that they moved in together. They were like... I fighting. did like that too, don't get me wrong. But it was just like... <sighs> like, yeah, hey, you can't go wrong with Chris Hemsworth as Thor and then getting to enjoy to see him nude. Everybody loved that scene. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, uh, letter grade, if you have to give it one? Uh, a minus. I'll give it a B minus, frankly. I'll split the difference. I'll say a B plus. Okay. Uh, no, because, like, I, I think we all, overall all had different points of enjoyment. We're just, like, from our own personal standpoint set from here, right? Sure. Okay. Let's move mm-hmm. on then. So... At the same time Thor Love and Thunder came out, and I think it was like the week that the Thor finale. Love and Thunder it was came right out, after the six episode. Yeah, oh, was it was, it? yeah. Oh, wow. No, wait, yeah, no, no, no. Wait, it actually wasn't. Actually, pretty good timing. It was not the finale. Episode five came out before. It was like the fifth episode, and then the sixth episode came out the week after. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I knew it was like right around the same time, which is why we've been putting it off. Um, it was also the same week I went to Comic Con. Like, it, it yeah. was that Sunday that I saw at a, a New Jersey Comic Con. So it's not real Comic Con, it's just. Of course it's New Jersey. Of course you were in New Jersey, the place where we're going to be talking about this next thing. It was, it was weird that Marvel let that happen. 
No, it, <laughs> and uh, of course, Miss Marvel is a New Jersey-based TV series, so I feel especially proud of my homeland. But uh, uh, <laughs> no, this timeline did not—it did not work in their favor for whatever reason. Normally, the show ends and you get a week before the next movie comes out. Or yeah, they could have spaced it out a little. A bit. month after the movie especially comes out, it's in the show. Yeah, I, and for the most part. For the most part, the uh, TV series have been relatively separated from the films Except up until Hawkeye. this point. Yeah, yeah, which obviously includes uh, yeah Yelena. But uh, yeah, and I'm not going to say they're completely divorced from them, each other. I'm just saying they're like separate stories that don't really intertwine beyond. Yeah, what do you think this is? Agents of Shield. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, the series series plural are all very much a part of the MCU without like really heavily relying on it. They're all pretty self-reliant stories, but you know, they're obviously still in that universe. They obviously still borrow from that universe. They're all spinoffs of that universe. (laughs) Okay. I mean, well, that's how we got Punisher. Miss Marvel very much set in the MCU. It's this young girl who is very much inspired by the Avengers in particular, Captain Marvel for some reason, which doesn't really make a lot of sense in the actual context of the show, since Captain Marvel really shouldn't be a household name at this point. She's only shown up once for a battle on earth. She showed up once for a battle that wasn't, publicized exactly. like, like the rest of the world just kind of might have known what was going on right remember it was publicized um, someone i forgot which series it was but they talked about the entire oh no it was one division darcy Tup went over everything that happened during the battle of the thanos uh, it was weird oh hold up yeah like how did anyone know okay, well i retract that point um, i mean they know yeah, who hulk is it doesn't now. really make sense to me well, they knew they, who Hulk yeah. was, right? Like, he was in the Battle of New York. No, I mean, because now Hulk and Banner are the same person is what I mean. Oh, Professor... Well, Professor Hulk was obviously well-established prior to the events of Endgame, yeah. just because he was well, obviously even a celebrity that, even at that point. before that, Bruce Banner was yeah. known to be the Hulk because he was on the run. Oh, right, right. Yeah, no, he was pretty open about that. Um, that being said, yeah, Captain Marvel, for the most part... In the MCU, and this is not me projecting, this is not me giving my personal opinion, shouldn't be that well-known of a character. Her only real appearances were, you know, in Endgame at the very end of the final battle. She is not well-known on Earth because she's been out in space this entire time, presumably fighting intergalactic battles that are too big for the Avengers to handle. But they know her first name, they know what she looks like. Yeah, that doesn't really track, does it? Like they they just sort of retcon that in without explanation. Yeah, like like let's go back to the Captain Marvel film in particular. She landed on Earth after like being gone for several years and being yeah, she, no sought after by a top secret uh, covert operation leader in Nick Fury. So how was anything she ever did prior to Endgame publicized by her? Like how was she even like mentioned? Because, obviously, she was in the military before. They have confidentiality for that as well. That's the 90s, right. though. That was not even the 90s. That yeah. was the 80s. Yeah, it was like the 80s, 90s. So I'm like thinking, wait, 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 wait. This kid wasn't even conceived yet. What? But the worst part is, she has a big fan base. It's not yeah, just Kamala no at that con. It's well, all done. these other girls. Where's the oh, Black Widows? She's dead. Also a viable question. The Black Widows. Or the uh, Wandos. Yelena's somewhere. It's true. I, I mean, mean, there's the, a million the, the characters. Cosplayers. In this, yeah. uh, 
I'm having my There's fun with you. a million <laughs> heroes that are well-established in Marvel Universe at this point that are much more high-profile than Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, the it, Wasp. It, it, <laughs> correct, also. Yeah, where was the Wasp love? <laughs> well, we so, know where the Giant Man love was. So, let's move past the obvious connections to the MCU and just talk about the series as a whole. Okay, yeah, um, I definitely could. Uh, nice teen drama. Yeah, I think so. Um, Definitely up not there. necessarily my favorite Marvel series, but you know, I think it was well produced. Uh, Amon Vellani, I think, was perfectly cast. I agree. It's better than and, anything uh, the CW has produced. I've seen like in the last. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's essentially a teen drama that would air on the CW, but with no, much no, higher no. production value. Right? HBO Max. It starts where <laughs> Star Girl started. Ah, yeah. all right. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, Star Girl season one was better than uh, Miss Marvel, but. <laughs> That's besides the point. Um, I, I will say I've seen subsequent in, interviews with uh, Iman Vellani on just a few late night programs, a few uh, just, you know, individual interviews. She clearly knows her shit about the Marvel Universe. Yep. She's clearly a fan going into this thing. Did I you, sincerely think she's the perfect casting for this role. Did you see Tom Holland ruin No Way Home on her? <laughs> Seriously? Wait, what? They were filming like next to each other. And he goes, oh, yeah, I was just shooting with Toby. She's like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Oh my god, I love her. Oh. She also puts Feige in his place about the 616 bullshit. Yes, that, and that, I, that was so that, awesome. Yeah, it's, so, it's 1999999? It's 19,999. not 616. Okay, that's I, the I'm just like, trying to make sure I know which one. Like, because but don't forget, the comics are 1999.99. The Spider-Verse, when you watch Into the Spider-Verse, if you freeze it on that frame... Peter B. Parker got his com from 616, ah. and uh, everything is 616. I, it's like the DC. They all think they're the same Earth, and they're not. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember that, uh, like, World War, like, DC, and it was like, oh, we thought we were Earth 1. Oh, you're Earth 32, actually. Which makes sense, right? Like, every single Earth would think it's the original or the primordial or the Earth that all the other Earths revolve around. So but, who tells uh, 616 case, multiple times? It doesn't really make sense that they'd all choose 616, right? It's because he loves 616 and he hates the other one. So, like, that's the weird thing to me. I was like, dude, no, just follow it. So, I, I will say I do like what it did with the uh, Pakistan culture. Um, you know, I knew some of the basic aspects of the whole separation between Pakistan and India. But, you know, it's very cool to see that brought to life. Uh, in a, you know, couple uh, episode arc. You know, it, it wasn't necessarily what I expected going into it. They definitely took some liberties with the uh, actual character's abilities and her whole origin. Yeah, she was supposed to I'm be, cool like, with it. stretchy, right? Like, Mr. Fantastic yeah. similarity in powers. So yeah, more or less. Yeah, more or what? less. She doesn't so much yeah. stretch, she, like, grows her body parts. Oh, oh, so the... Oh, so she literally stretched. So it's like an Ant Man, Mr. Fantastic. And so think Mr. Fantastic and Ant Man. I mean, Giant Man. Ooh, okay. So, but, yeah, uh, because like I did like the fact because I, since the fact I played Marvel Strike Force, uh, Miss Marvel, Marvel is in it, and one of her attack names is Embiggen. So when I heard her say it, I was just like, oh, okay, they're actually being so canon with some of the things. You know, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Twitter blew up really hard after the one scene where the damage control walks into the mosque. Because they didn't take their shoes off. Yeah. And I guess they make people then, physically sick to themselves. I understand that because I was like, all right, man, now you're disrespecting a place of worship. No offense, but it's just like. And they did it twice. They, yeah. 
And I was just waiting for the guy to go, like, do you want to get kicked the fuck out of here? <laughs> but uh, we all know that was going to happen. But it's yeah. also, like, no, kind of still, like, akin to what happened in real life because it was, people were going, like, oh, what's propaganda is the NYPD would, quote, defending a brown girl when they had, like, surveillance systems set up in, like, 20 different mosques, like, recently <laughs> after the events of 9-11 and all that, and illegally spying on people. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder yeah. what the connection is here. They're trying to save some face. No, it was, uh, I, I agree with CJ. It was uh, very interesting to the culture and stuff like that. But changing of, like, the background, like, she's not Muslim even. Like, half of her not is. Not really. But she's a jinn? Yeah. Like, and why they, do we? Or, uh, Indian yeah. descent, as they I, literally yeah. confirmed for their own selves. Like, uh, do, what was the event called? Well, the Pariah? No, I mean, so, look, brief history lesson here. Uh, Pakistan is just, it was once a part of India. They're all essentially the same population. The only real difference is that Pakistan was made up of the Muslim uh, people from that split, right? So, you had this huge country that split off after the uh, British colonies sort of broke apart. India became the large majority of Hindus. Uh, Pakistan was just the small minority of Muslims. Both countries exist to this day, essentially in an... Uh, it, it's like sort of what happened in Ireland in the 60s, right? Where you have these two split uh, regions based on uh, religious beliefs. Basically, whenever uh, the Brits invade anywhere, things are not going to go well. Thanks a lot. We didn't need the gin background. It didn't contribute. That was the part. And then the clandestine thing. I was just like, all right, That's now you're just way confusing me, man. When, yeah. When you have the whole aspect that she's supposed to also be a mutant at this point, it doesn't Which, really make sense. Oh, yeah. In case anyone hasn't caught on, they tell her at the end that her DNA is mutated. Yeah. And that was the spoiler yeah. I gave five minutes in. All, <laughs> we all heard the X-Men theme. <laughs> yeah, the uh, 90s X-Men theme. theme. I was just like, oh, okay, okay, I respect that. But I'm like, she she isn't a mutant, though. <laughs> but uh, apparently her creators but, wanted her to be a mutant, but they didn't want to give Fox anything else to work on their movies. So they made her an inhuman. And Marvel pushed out a whole inhuman phase. So they're kind of course-correcting now. And their creators want her to be a mutant. But, I mean, if we're going to bring so, a mutant into the MCU, I think we should have started with a... Uh, I mean, we have Namor coming in now. An actual mutant. <laughs> and he's the first mutant. But uh, isn't Apocalypse the first mutant? Is Apocalypse even in the MCU? Well, no. But, I mean, no, like, no. apparently in the timeline, Namor is always confirmed as, like, the first mutant. But is he? Because I thought Apocalypse was older than Namor. I think, historically, Apocalypse was the first mutant, in, uh, at least in the main continuity. But... <laughs> You know, it's Marvel, it's comics. They play fast and loose with the timelines. They play fast and loose. You with also them. know the MCU is in a milk of Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering if they do bring Apocalypse in at some point, what it's going to look like. I mean, we all saw X Men Apocalypse. We saw what they did with the character. Oh, God. Don't think we need to revisit that anytime soon, but. I can't believe Moonlight's going to become Apocalypse. I mean, I thought it was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that that's really all I have to say about Miss Marvel. I enjoyed the series. Uh, it's mid-tier for me. I thought it was a good overall show. Teen drama, yeah. But most of it, it was, fun. was unimportant. Besides it, to establish I damage agree, control, yeah. Tony Stark's creation as a bad team, I don't. <laughs> it was kind of like you a Moonlight moon type of series. <laughs> it's just like, it's its own thing. If you want to get your feet wet with it, go ahead. Have fun. 
enjoy it for what but it is. But Moonlight made no MCU references. This is literally based. No, that was pretty sick. I, oh, I know her name, mean, but it's still like our it's little like, Marvel. Oh yeah, it was weird how uh, her and Carol Danvers' body swept on, at the end. I was like, wait, why? What? Hold yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking that. Oh, I, I was thinking at first that was sort of a shape shifting thing, just because that was historically one of uh, Kamala's Kamala Kamala. Kamala <laughs> Did you guys look one it of up? Her abilities in the comics, but. You know, it, with the whole property of the Bengal just playing fast and loose with the rules. No, did you guys? Whatever, I guess did you guys look it up at all? Uh, what, uh, like, what specifically? Like why they switched? Oh uh, no, I never did. I was uh, just like, ah, well, Twitter's going to uh, tell me uh, eventually. Apparently, it's a reference to the comics where Captain Marvel and Rick Jones. Who, if you don't know, Rick Jones is the like the apprentice to like every single superhero at one point. He's Captain America's sidekick. He was Bruce Banner's sidekick. All of them, but apparently he had the bangles. They were called like the the Nova gloves or whatever or something. And one of them had to exist inside the negative zone, and the other one would be out in order to. And then they both had to switch places. So apparently Kamala just ended up in the negative zone. <laughs> okay, so they basically just tried to merge a few different comp lines here and make it cohesive. You guys find it all uh, interesting that both of the uh, supporting characters in the Marvels are more interesting than Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Maybe she'll die. I think that's probably why they're not calling it Captain Marvel 2. <laughs> As of the recording of this podcast, Comic-Con was the previous weekend. Uh, I'm not sure when this thing's going to drop. Probably the weekend after, but... That's besides the point. We got a whole bunch of Marvel a lot, shit. And nothing from DC. A lot. Of this thing. <laughs> Basically nothing from DC. Who cares? Shazam trailer. That's cool. But we, we did get confirmation of Marvel versus DC, man. We got Aquaman's right, in Black Panther. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you. Yeah. I, I will say, um, you know, at least seeing that trailer initially, I did not realize that was his name at first, just because he took so many liberties with the uh, character design. It, it, you know, it makes sense when you actually think about, oh, hey, it's this dude emerging from the water. Of course, it's Nate, yeah, who's historically a Black Panther villain, but... Uh, I didn't think of that at all. I mean, anyway. Namor in the comics doesn't look like an actual human, so, I mean, it's going to look weird once you get yeah. a real person to play him. He is a slight fishman sure. type of looking kind of person, so, I mean... He's the Submariner, <laughs> not the Aquaman. So, anyway, I've got the full list of Marvel upcoming properties for phase five? in front of me. Oh, I swear to God. First of all, <laughs> it's been officially announced that this next phase four, five, six of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be called... Wait for it. You didn't expect this. You didn't see this coming. It's the multiverse saga, guys. The multiverse saga? I bet you didn't see that Sonic. <laughs> Golly gee! Who thought um, of that great name? Yeah. Really? I thought we were just playing with the multiverse to fuck with it. <laughs> guys, it was the Infinity Saga. Now it's the multiverse saga. It's like the writers of Dragon Ball Z are here. <laughs> Alright, so I mean... It's like they spent two minutes in the writer's room trying to think of the best name for this next... Uh, a few phases of the MCU, and uh, so, they just, you know, went with the obvious. Which, look, be, I mean, that's descriptive, I'm fine with that. Before you start the Phase 5 stuff, let's just, Phase 4 is gonna end with, you know, I Am Groot, She-Hulk, Black Panther, right. Guardians of the Galaxy, Holiday yeah. Special, and then some Halloween show for Werewolf yeah, at was, Night? Uh, Halloween Special or something like that, and I was just like, okay, I'm listening, I like my spooky season. So, 
So then, anyway, I don't have it in terms of phases here. I just have it in order of the way Marvel described it on their website. So let's go through this. She-Hulk, attorney at law. You'll like her when she's angry. Uh, no. Uh, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> Upcoming Disney Plus series streaming August 17th. What do you guys think? It's coming soon. My company supplied some fabric for the set of it. Not to brag. You are bragging. And, uh, what's it called? Is it going to be canon? We, we saw who's Bruce's in it, cousin? and that's all that matters. Yep. And no, she's no, no. much sexier in Hulk form. Whoa, whoa, guys, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's just I think you guys agree with Wong. Me. It's just the Wong saga. All I need is Wong. It is the Wong saga. I really do all it. And Daredevil. Legit. In his yellow and red suit. That thing looks ridiculous to me. So, anyway, any thoughts on this? Or? Yeah, it's good. Let's, uh, it's like... We'll, yeah, look, I mean, I'm, I think I'm excited cool. for it. The CGI was sort of a mess in the first trailer, but... We've got three uh, weeks till a premiere, so we can talk about it after that. Yeah, no. I... I have to how quickly that's coming. I'm hoping it's B minus C plus material. To be honest, like I think it'll be cool. I have high hopes for it. I think, it, like, we'll see what happens. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know much about She-Hulk. If uh, she's a fourth wall breaker, uh, like Deadpool, word, sick, love it. Okay. Anyway, the next Disney Plus series is Secret Invasion. Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn reprise their roles as Nick Fury and Talos in Secret Invasion, arriving on Disney Plus Spring 2023. I will say... I thought Quantumania came out before that. It does, but, I mean, this is just on Marvel's list. And, yeah, Secret Invasion does come out after Quantumania, but whatever, I'm just going by the way Marvel described it on their website. Um, I will say Talos, I think, was one of the high points of Captain Marvel for me, so I am sort of anxious to see the return of that character. Uh, Even though it's, again, a far reach from the comic book comparison. Uh, Which, again, I know that pissed off fans, but... Whatever, I'm... You see that Rhodey was officially confirmed MCU. for it? Everything about the MCU pisses off MCU fans. So, anyway... <laughs> any ideas if Rhodey's gonna be a this... scroll or if he's gonna be Rhodey? Oh, I swear Yeah, do you think... <laughs> well, I mean... Look, but the introduction of the scroll is sort of could make it so that any character in the MCU is a scroll, but... But only if they're in that you know, show. Where's that cat? All I'm saying is it would be a cheap shot if, like... You know, a, a decent chunk of the main uh, cast were actually revealed to be scrolls the entire time, right? Uh, I, I'm hoping that's not possible. the direction they're going to go with it. That would bore the crap out of me and sort of ruin the MCU for me up until this point for certain characters. No, I mean, like, if what? they replaced Rhodey, like, if currently Rhodey was, like, a scroll, but he was, actually, like, locked up somewhere. Uh, I mean, that's why uh, Bionic Avengers, are, excuse me, Armor Wars is going to be a thing, so. Well, I mean, that's what happened in the actual Secret War. Heroes were replaced. Oh, okay. No, Not Secret War. Secret Invasion. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, you never know who's a what. Shapeshifters are all around, apparently. But are they going to bring back Daisy Johnson? Ah. So, anyway, the next major... The next major film on the Marvel docket, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. The world's cool. greatest grandma. That's Scott Lyon. And the rest of the Ant Fam meets their greatest foe yet, Kang. And Modoc, but he's not on the roster according to this. Uh, we, I mean, it was revealed that he's coming in. I've heard rumors that, uh, um, what's his name? The, uh, you know, I just said the actor's name this morning, but, uh, the villain from the first one is apparently going to come back as Modoc. Oh, Yellow Jacket? And, uh, it's gonna, Yellow Jacket, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just, I can't think of the character's name. Oh, or, god damn it. Um, 
yeah, right? Like, he, he's a sort of forgettable villain in the MCU. But, forgettable? Um, Jesus. Yeah, you're being nice and forgettable. I forgot about him right after I saw the movie. He's apparently, like, there's some rumors that he's going to be MODOK in it. That he's going to be either a Yellow Jack version of MODOK, or he's going to be just playing the character as an unrelated version. Not sure what they're going to do with it. It's uh, like making General Zod say, Doomsday. That's stupid. Yeah, I mean, the bigger deal here is that Kang is making his first official appearance in the MCU in Ant-Man. Because, <laughs> um, again, Loki, it wasn't Kang. It was a variant of Kang called He Remains. So, right, technically, right, right, not right, right. the same character. Um, I will say, I, I wasn't crazy about that interpretation of the character. I sort of thought it was meant to be, you know... Less menacing, less of a joke. Straight up thought he was dicking um, with him the entire time. Like, I was literally not able to get a read on that guy. Yeah, I didn't find him really intimidating, which I think is what he was, like, trying to go for, but... No, he legit said, oh, if you kill me, you're gonna be dealing with way more dangerous versions of me, just so you know right. that, right? So, anyway, like, for as much as people were applauding Jonathan Major's performance in that, that he's gotta step it up for... <laughs> Like, to actually play Kang, right? Um, from what we got uh, from He Who Remains in the Loki series, I personally liked him. I was just like, okay, this guy's a massive smartass who is definitely hiding something. But then, like, when he was just able to get killed, so, yeah, it's also, it didn't seem like him because, uh, if I'm being honest, I didn't know who Kang was before all this. Like, I, I had no idea who he was. I'm like... Like, like, the entire time throughout Loki, I was just like, it's Galactus, it has to be Galactus, no way it's not Galactus, and all that. Like, and then I'm, so, like, I'm watching with Peyton, and I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, well-established villain in Marvel Comics, the great descendant of Reed Richards, supposedly one of the smartest people on the planet in the, what is it, the 30th century? Um, time traveler, genius, whatever, turn villain conqueror across multiple timelines not much else you need to know but the character he's just you know the thanos of this next set of phases yeah of the MCU, he's the big right? bad of the multiverse saga from what i read anyway for this to really work he has to bring out his a game right like oh, yeah it's not like the first appearance of thanos where he's instantly recognizable even if you're not super familiar with the character right like um no, he has to be more menacing than what he was in Loki. He has to be more of a threat. Even he wasn't the, that. Even in the end credit scene when we were first friends. exposed at Thanos, when he was like, fine, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. And grabbed the Infinity Gauntlet. I literally said it in the theater as oddly as I could without even oh, realizing. Shit. I was just like, oh, no. And then the guy behind me goes, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> like in, we both knew what was about to happen. And that but I, I said, to, uh, this was a different girlfriend at the time. I looked over to her and I said, someone's died in the next movie. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Little did I know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> arriving in theaters May 5th, 2023, Star-Lord, Rocket, Groot, Drax, Mantis, Nebula, and the rest of the Guardians of the Galaxy are back for this cosmic adventure. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. You guys ready? I'm very excited for that. I'm more excited for the soundtrack, yeah. but that should be very good. I hope we get I will more say, rocket James Gunn, time. James Gunn does not disappoint. First two volumes were pretty good. I like the first one first more volume. than the second, but it was just like... Eh. I, 
I genuinely think the first volume is still like probably one of the best films in the MCU, in my opinion. Yeah. Second volume is a step down, but it's hard to improve upon. Per- per- there was just so. It's hard to improve upon perfection. Pacing. It was a good movie. It was fun. Uh, volume three. Love all these characters. Love to see what they're up to post Endgame. That reminds where, me. Do you think we're gonna get? Where's Gamora during all this? Yeah, uh, Adam Warlock's in this, confirmed, played right? by, uh, what's his name from Where the Millers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the kid from Where yeah. the Millers. Oh my god, I forget. Adam something? The, yeah, yeah, Adam something. Uh, <laughs> I feel so rude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's the, uh, nerdy little kid. You guys are getting dude. paid? <laughs> that guy, yeah. You've, you've seen the memes. Of course, you know it's the, the ginger quoting the ginger. Warlock. I thought he was blonde. Hey, Strawberry Blonde. Uh, so then it's Echo. In that one, at least. I don't know. Uh, Will yes, Poulter. Echo, Will Poulter. 2023. Will Poulter, yes. Will Poulter uh, is Adam. Black Panther and Wakanda Forever Excuse actually me. comes out before both of these films, set for release in November, uh, November 11th, 2022. We've all seen the trailer. Didn't give away too much about the plot. We don't even technically know who the new Black Panther is, though I'm sure we all have some guesses. Uh, I'm assuming it's Shuri, but it's also like a more masculine-looking figure in give, the actual make it, uh, back reveal. So. Mbaku. I, I would love to see it being Mbaku. Uh, it's Killmonger. It shouldn't be Mbaku. I mean, it should, uh, and it shouldn't. I agree with it, you. It but looks it's like Killmonger's suit, actually, doesn't it? Um, it that being did. said, Killmonger, if he's not dead, it's like... No, he's, he's dead. Pretty much protected by this tribe. I, I'm pretty sure he's dead. If they brought him back from There's the dead, no it would sort of undermine the whole point of the first movie, right? <laughs> because um, here's the thing, because T'Challa is the one that killed him. That makes no sense. And he literally right. said, no, you're not healing me. You're going to put me at sea with the rest of my ancestors that cho- chose death over slavery and all that, etc., as, like, no arguably the best moment back. of the entire film. No way. Arguably the best movie in the entire film. It would 100% be a backtrack if they brought it back. I, I, I wouldn't like that because Black um, Panther was a masterpiece in and of itself. It had a lot of good moments. While yes. I don't think it's the masterpiece that a lot of people, a lot of critics said it was at I don't its care opening. What say. It was a great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Um, Again, CGI could have used a little work. Visually, just what we've seen in the trailer looks a lot better. Yeah, all the the vibranium train scene, that was a little odd for me. But, like, other than that, they made it work. They made it look really good. Yeah, what else can I say about Black Panther? Um, It's awesome, and support Wakanda forever. We've talked about Namor already, so... (laughs) Yeah, that's all I've got to say, basically. Echo, we all saw Hawkeye. We saw this character... I don't know why they're making a series out of this. Let's see what it is. Daredevil's in it. Coming summer 2023. Okay. <laughs> uh, Loki. Loki season two comes out to summer Exciting. 2023. All know how it ended. We know nothing else besides when it's coming out. Uh, will we see Sylvie again? Is she now the new Kang? Okay. Could be possible. Blade. Blade. <laughs> I have not seen the original Blade What's trilogy name at all. from... Uh, Cottonmouth from Luke Cage, stars in the upcoming movie. I can't pronounce his name for the life of me, and I'm not going to try because it would be an insult to this actor who's fantastic in pretty much everything he's in. You know who I'm talking about. I, again, I'm, I'm not going to try to butcher his name, but you know <laughs> Mahershala Ali, who you would know from uh, the Green Book, uh, uh, what else? Uh, Moonlight. Uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Cottonmouth and uh, Luke Cage is his other Marvel role. Uh, arriving in theaters November 3rd, 2023. We already heard his voice in The Eternals. You know, if you actually watch The Eternals and watch the post credit scene, he's a voice, 
We're also going to see Jon Snow in that, so cool. Oh, jo- Kit Harrington's back. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh. Ironheart. Okay, Green, Green, Green I, I, know who, I know who you're talking about now. I just looked up the Green Book. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah, definitely I mean, going to you know virtue that. that name. We apologize, but you are a fantastic worker. <laughs> you, We like you. You're awesome. Okay. Ironheart. Meet Riri Williams. First in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Foreshadowing. Interesting. And then in her own solo series, arriving fall 2023 on Disney+. Plus. So they are really betting that people are going to like this character based on this future movie that no one's seen yet. That they gave her her own series. Let's hope she's a fan favorite. Okay. Well... Ironheart is like, a female I mean, Iron Man's long dead at this point, so I'm not sure what her origin's going to be. Well, but. here's the thing. Tony could come back as the AI uh, simulation no. as well. No, he's not. Yeah. No. They couldn't pay <laughs> you uh, never know. Robert Downey Jr. enough for that. Uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. That could be cool. Why are they making another series based on this? I like, like Agatha. She was fine in WandaVision as a supporting character, but no one needs to see a solo Agatha series. As much as I like, and isn't she like permanently trapped in Wanda's whole psyche? Like, doesn't that sort of undermine the power of the Scarlet Witch if she's able to get out of that? Maybe Wanda comes back. <laughs> it was Agatha all along. Daredevil, born again. I'm sure you guys are psyched. I'm this. actually stoked. I uh, Charlie totally Cox. Care about it. I should probably watch the rest of Daredevil before yeah. I get into this. I'm but, gonna uh, kill you one day. <laughs> <laughs> it I, is awesome. I mean, you don't need it. Do you really need 18 episodes for this thing, though? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes. Bring back this format. I'm so tired of this six-episode bullshit. I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, part of the reason I didn't really get into the Netflix series was because the seasons were fucking long. Okay. But here's the thing. Charlie Cox deserves this. Captain America, yep. New World Order. Falcon taking over. Uh, Captain America, New World Order. Sam Wilson taking over. I'm cool with it. Conservatives lost their mind on Twitter because of this, because they thought it was a whole liberal plot, because it's called New World Order. Cry about it. He's Captain America now. Cry about it. So, yeah, yeah, people are stupid. Get over it. He's Captain America. Whatever. We all saw Falcon and Winter Soldier. We know what to expect. We like the suit. We like the character. Steve Rogers will always be the Captain America, but now Sam Wilson's Captain America. I'm cool with it. Steve Rogers is dead at this point, let's be real, with how old he looked in that. Thunderbolts. Arriving in theaters July 26, 2024. Admittedly, I'm surprised they're making a full film out of this and not just like a miniseries. Oh, it's going to be a film? Yeah, no, that I didn't Okay, now I'm even more interested. So obviously William Hurt's dead. Thaddeus Ross isn't going to be in it. But I'm sure they'll still do some cool stuff with it. Uh, They've been building it up for a while with the first movie. I mean, he wasn't part of it until 2012. Anyway. Let's see. What Fantastic, else? Four. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Not stick. Fantastic Four. They called it Fantastic Four, yes. Uh, of course. Die. Do we Do we know who the director is? Because uh, uh, John Watts, I know, stepped away earlier this year. It's Takai Watts. Uh, Marvel's, <laughs> <laughs> Marvel's First Family arrives in theaters November 8th, 2024. Production kicks off next year for the feature film that introduces Marvel's most iconic family. John Krasinski might not be in it. Yeah. Like, they've actually They're sort of implied stupid. that they might go with a different casting choice. So, so then, if you want John Krasinski to be the Mr. Fantastic, go tweet at Marvel, I guess. So yeah, I, no real yeah, I mean, right? legit, it's stupid if you don't make him Reed Richards, if you ask me. But like, So, I, before you name the last whatever. two on that list, there are eight other movies that were, eight other films, TV shows that were not given a title yet. 
So they speculate were in fact as you confirmed, will. Confirmed, however, by Marvel. Look, it's a when it comes to Marvel Studios, there's a near infinite number of properties that's in their lineup that they're constantly developing. If it's untitled, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't exist until it exists. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I mean, the next two are the big reveals, the actual lead ups towards the very end of phase I, I, I you know i'm not even sure i guess it's phase six yeah. at that point right uh, yeah it says phase six so we've got two avengers films coming out in 2025 guys i might have to come out to hazelton just to repeat the infinity war viewing <laughs> uh avengers the kang dynasty comes out may 2nd 2025 2025 we're gonna be dead by kang then. oh my god it's three years away uh Oh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, the Shang-Chi director, Daniel Destin Kim, was just announced as the director for the Kang Dynasty. By far, for me, the high point of Phase 4 so far, so I'm psyched about that. What do you guys think? I'm ready. <laughs> uh, Jack, any thoughts? Sorry, I, I, my mom is just like, you won't be dead, just destitute system. Add on to that, just kill me there. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. <laughs> but uh, with the Secret Invasion, uh, there's definitely going to be a lot of heights surrounded by it, I feel, and... I'm praying for good in general. Uh, I just want better villains at this point because it's just really pissing me off at this rate. We're just like, here's an amazing villain throughout the entire history of Marvel. We're going to kill him in one movie. And I'm like, why? What's the point if you don't have these guys around, but you'll have these guys around for 10 plus years and not do anything amongst it? Anyway, one more Marvel property, one more named Marvel property was announced. Coming into theaters November 7th, 2025, about six months after the Kang Dynasty, Avengers Secret Wars. Directed oh, by we the Russo Brothers. Order. I'm assuming it's going to be like an Infinity War Endgame situation where that's like sort of the culmination of that phase and then it builds off of the Kang Dynasty. Secret War, uh, like it's going to be a weird Secret Wars if they haven't like really developed uh, Reed Richards up until that point. If uh, Doctor Doom still isn't in the MCU at that point, it's sort of. Like, well, that's you know, the not 2015 a, a one. Yeah, they might right. merge 2015 and the old one into some kind of storyline. I know. I'm like automatically jumping to the, the 2015 one just because I think that's fresh on a lot of people's minds. Because <laughs> multiverse, exactly. Multiverse yeah. theory. And again, it, it's sort of implied with the multiverse, uh, you know, grand arc of the multiverse that it's going to be that version of Secret Wars. But, but the Russos are going to be directing that, so that's. No, at least as far as we know, they're not. Um, Secret Wars, they haven't announced the director as of yet, as far as I know. I mean, Daniel Dustin Kim is doing the Kang Dynasty. I'm pretty sure he's not doing Secret Wars. Is, yeah. Like, at least there hasn't been a formal announcement yet for anyone. With how she looked, uh, I know it's in good hands, frankly. Well, all I know is that the Russo said they would only come back for Secret yeah, Wars. Regardless, I'm psyched for both of those, yeah. That would be interesting to see as well. And bring back Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. Oh my god, stop breaking my heart. I hate you. <laughs> well, I mean, realistically, uh, Hemsworth's not going anywhere anytime soon, so... Uh, I mean, we'll hey, see. Hey, Thor's probably going to be here for the rest of time. Also, uh, did anyone else notice that Thor stole Star-Lord's jacket and cut off the sleeves in the beginning of the scene? I just wanted to say that real quick, great. because that was funny as hell to me. <laughs> anyway, Mike's on a bit of a time crunch. Yeah, time you guys crunch. got any thoughts before we get out of here? But hey, I'm excited for the uh, next iteration of the NWO, excuse me, uh, New World Order, because uh, if you're a wrestling fan, you're going to make a lot of jokes. <laughs> uh, I'm actually most excited for that one. That's going to be very cool to me. 
if you ask me. I don't know anything about it yet, but I'm excited for what I can have in store. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a lot of overload. There's um, so much. It's a lot to take in. It makes me feel like, you know, 2014, me adapting, like, all that Comic-Con shit. Like, when they had just announced Infinity War, when they had just announced Infinity War Part 2, because it wasn't Endgame at that yeah, point. Right. <laughs> um yeah, it's a good time to be a Marvel fan. DC, I hope, steps up their game. Uh, just, God bless the DC fans and you patient of shit bastards. That's going on here. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> because, jeez. But hey, at least Zack Snyder is going to be cameoing in, uh, what was it, uh, Teen Titans Go? So his relationship yep. with WWE isn't completely dissolved, so hey, you guys have that. But uh, if you're still complaining about the lack of continuation of the Snyderverse, shut up, seriously. Oh my god, get over it. You got yeah, your I thing mean, already. I've been complaining online for five years. I will say, if you haven't listened to our last podcast, go check that out, because we broke down all of this latest Warner Brothers genre. Uh, sorry, I, I said genre, I meant drama. Um <laughs> You know, it's both a lot of shit going on with Zack Snyder, a lot of shit going on with multiverses. So go check that out. Last it's a very cool game. All of usual sources. You guys got anything else to add before I close it out? Uh, I love the MCU, but guys, step the hell up seriously because you're gonna lose a lot of your fan base if you keep making the, your movies look like this for the past like four. And everybody's been like, yeah, the eh, CGI, whatever. Is we don't fantastic. feel great about it. And uh, with how Marvel's been apparently treating their VFX artists. Step that up, too, and show those people some respect, damn it. They deserve it. I mean, that's the one big criticism I have from Phase 4. It's, like, visually, it's sort of a step down from the last couple uh I, I think it's because right? of how many they have to produce nowadays. They're giving so much short time limits now. It's just like, oh, my God. You know, give us maybe two every year now, because then they would actually, like, look as well as they should. Yeah, so... You know, I have nothing else really to add. We've given our whole thoughts up until this point. I think we even have made the CGI point in, like, our previous recent Marvel We've complained about CGI so much we can make it, like, our com- complaints about the Flash at this rate in this whole episode. So, with all that being said, if you've stuck around this long, uh, first of all, thanks for listening. All of our previous podcasts are on all of the usual platforms. Uh, if this is your first time listening, we are the Utterly Nonsense Podcast. You heard the spiel at the beginning, so I feel like it's redundant to repeat it now. But, with all that being said, check out all of our links on UtterlyNonsense.com, all of our podcast platforms, all of our social media, it's all there. Oh yeah, we're on TikTok now, guys. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Mike. Shout out to Mike. Uh... all of our information to the Chinese government. <laughs> Can't thank you enough for that. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> with all that being uh, said... You'll see me on there eventually. <laughs> Ape and Music, play us out. <laughs>